The Doctor and the Haunted House, Part 2, written by Adam Brooks. Did you hear that? Yeah. What is it? Let's go check it out. All right. But you know what they say, curiosity kills the cat. Good thing we're not cats then, eh? So you have cats on Gallifrey too? Yes, we even have a kind of cat-like android, which uses the cat neuronal network. I have one cat called Feline. You know, like, Greek letter, Fee. Fearful but smiling and curious, the young doctor and her friend ran to the other side of the house. They discovered the other two children, where there was a large gaping hole in the floor, looking into it in shock. You okay? Yeah, but what was that thing? Don't know and don't want to know. Let's go. Wow, you two sure look scared. Are you leaving? So we win. Now we are just leaving the room. We are tough, but there's some kind of animal, and it did this. Just ripped through the floor like it was paper. Oh gosh, where did it go? We don't know. Zoinks! And that's the sound we heard before it attacked. Yeah, but what is it? From within the hole in the floor came a large, dark blue spiny tail with an end that was segmented like a rattlesnake. A pair of glowing yellow eyes could also be seen in the darkness. Whoa! It just left. Why? Don't know, but it was sure in a hurry. Whatever the reason, let's just all Wait, leave. we have to settle our bed first. Yeah, maybe if we go upstairs it won't follow. Maybe. Um, what's, what's that? Whoa. Sitting before the boy was an oval-shaped egg. I wouldn't touch it if I was you. It's probably the creatures and it may be a bit protective of it. Do you think it didn't want us to go near its egg? And that's why all the noise and destruction? Then why leave it behind? It is curious, but let's just leave it anyway, just to be on the safe side. The four walked out of the room and up the stairs, splitting into their two pairs at the top, while downstairs and unwitnessed in the room they had just vacated, the egg began to shake and a crack spread down its length. Maybe we should have stuck together. Maybe, but we need to win this competition. Hundreds of them! Meanwhile, on the opposite side of the building, the other two kids were entering a similar room, only to find the same thing. Wall-to-wall eggs. What is this house? A chicken coop? It's full of those eggs. Yep, better not get too egg-sided, eh? Get it? Egg-sided? Oh, hey, look. One of the eggs started to shake and began cracking. Come on, let's move along. I don't want to be around when it comes out. As they turned to leave, a large bulge appeared in the floor before them and cracked open like one of the eggs. A blue rat-like creature that was the size of a small bear leapt out of the hole and confronted them. Looks like we're done for. The two shut their eyes. Huh? What? It didn't attack us? I thought we were going to be its lunch. The creature was navigating the hallways at speed, heading directly towards the other two children. Zoinks! Run! It must think we wanted to 
They dodged quickly and it flew by without sparing them a glance. Eating the eggs. So what's the deal? We thought those were its eggs. Those can't be its own eggs. It had an embryo with brown fur in its mouth. With this prize firmly in its grip, it ran off down the stairs. Should we follow it? We certainly need to know more about it, and I'd like to know what's going on here. But that thing is dangerous! No, I don't think so. I think it only eats eggs. It had the chance to attack us at least three times, and it didn't. Yeah, but it doesn't have to want to eat us to be dangerous. Did you see its sharp claws? It could gut us in one swipe if it wanted to. So, let's just keep our distance then. The four walked down the stairs, cautious but determined, looking for the curious creature. Airborne, the blue rat creature came flying towards them and fell hard right at their feet. From their side room came a large beast with brown fur, a duck-like bill and a broad tail. Do you think this is what laid the eggs? Yeah, but what do we do? Let those two fight it out. It's not about me. The creature turned and sniffed the air turning its attention to the four huddled children. It looks like it thinks otherwise. It seems a bit mad. Must think we're after its eggs too. Zoinks. And we appear to be between it and its children up the stairs. Suddenly, the rat creature stirred, and with trembling legs, it rose to its feet. The duck-billed creature's focus shifted to it, but the rat creature, weakened and wounded from the attack, flopped heavily to the floor again. It's hurt, badly too. It's no help to us then. Let's run. But before they could move, the duck-billed creature swiped at the stairs with a powerful foreleg and razor-sharp claws. Collapsing them in a spray of dust and splinters. The beast bore slowly down on them. We're done for! And in a moment they'll remember forever a metal collar appearing from nowhere locked solidly around the monster's neck. An old man in a silvery grey hooded cloak came striding in with an electronic remote in his hands. Ah, sit. Calm down. And stay down. You okay, kids? Um, yeah. yeah. Now, thanks to you. So are these creatures yours? Like pets or something? I am the guardian of the wastelands, and I have been watching over you. I think you've all proven yourselves, so I deem that you can all go to the academy. Well, yeah, I'm just glad we're all alive to go anywhere, so... Thanks, whoever you are. Thanks, Thanks Mr. Thanks a lot, Thanks mate. for everything, old man. There's another old fella looking for you outside. Waiting outside was an old man in a red robe. Ah, uh, there you are. Grandad? Oh, I am so glad to see you. I'm sorry I couldn't come sooner. I've just been appointed to be the Time Lord President. But now I'm here to take you to be inducted into the Academy, and I am so proud of you. My friends too? Yes, they can come now, but we'd better be on our way because it's quite a distance we need to travel to get there. 
After a journey spent telling the new president and grandfather about their adventure and their plans for the academy, they came upon a large dome citadel with its cone-like spire ascending into the sky, the most well-known building on the planet. Ah, at last. I'll be handing you off to your teacher once we're inside. Well, here he is. They were met by a man dressed in burgundy robe and mauve-coloured shoulder pads bearing the Time Lord seal and crowned with the traditional Time Lord Academy cap. Welcome, Mr President. Welcome to the Academy. Are these the new applicants? Yes, indeed they are. And a bright group of young ones they are. Please take care of them. Yes, sir. Please follow me. Student body is divided into several chapters, as you are probably aware. First is Partrax, who wear the blue robe. Second is Arcalia. So, who have you green. remembered? And finally, Crindonia. No, remember, we used to love to play a lot of pranks. No fun. I also remember that those pranks got us in trouble a time or two. One day we caught a substitute teacher in a repeating time loop for a day. That's why we were banned from going into the time machines, but we did it anyway. Wait. I got it. The test you have all waited for will be given to you momentarily. And we will then know if you have become Time Lords. Good luck to you all, and may not see you again until your graduation ceremony. Something I will look forward to with pleasure. Grandad? Yes, my child? Before leaving to his duties, he turned to his granddaughter and gave her a gentle hug. I'll see you after you pass the test, dear child. Good luck. So, obviously you passed the test. Yes, finally. I got a pass of 51%, but you know, I wasn't really trying. Uh, what's happening? We're shaking. Yes, we're waking up. They revived inside the quester to the sound of something gone wrong. Terry ah, ah, flew across the room as the time machine shook violently. Oh. Hang on a minute, Terry. I'll just have to thank you properly once we stopped crash landing. To be continued in the next story. Formed by an all-volunteer cast featuring Diane Smith, Michael Rutter, Moira Sewell, Adam Brooks, Amber Rapp, Damien Crompton, Andrew Crookshank, John Brooks and Bill Kahn. Edited by Carolyn Rutter. The music from this episode is Twin Mirrors by Alex Doe, Lady in Crow by MckinnamaSound.com, The Doctor Who Music Box by Tony Diana, Fourth Dimension by Alex Mason. Special thanks to Jasper Singh and Chris Paul. Visit the DoctorAudioAdventures.wordpress.com for full sound effects, credits, artwork, and more.